everyone. Welcome to You Beauty. This is Mamma Mia's podcast for your face. My name's Kelly McCarran and we will not be discussing me again this week. <laughs> Are you it- over talking about the wedding? No, no, I just feel like everyone's probably like, dear God, woman, stop talking about it. Although my spending savings will probably still be wedding related. That's completely fine. I'm Lee Campbell. I did not get married recently, five years ago almost. Whoa. I know. It was like yesterday. I am practically 100. We weren't friends then though, so it was all through stalking that I knew this. Yeah, that's a bit weird. (laughs) Um, We have some really great questions and then I have, I think, the best savvy of all time. Oh, clickbait. Yes. Now, if you have your own question, please don't forget that we have a pod phone. We've actually got some calls today, which is exciting. Uh, you can give us a call on 028999386 or you can send us an email at ubidiatmamamia.com.au. Or jump in the Facebook group. Yes. Lee's very active in there. She's a good egg. All right. So let's hear from Jade first. Hi, ladies. I have a question for the You Beauty panel. Um, every time I use a face mask, I think it's going to be a great idea, and then I end up breaking out. Um, and I wanted to know if you could explain why that happens and why I should continue to use them. Uh, my name's Jade. Thank you so much. Bye. Great question, Jade. This has happened to me before. Great question, Jade. Hello, Jade. Don't continue to use them if they're making you break out my mm. short answer. I need to know your skin type. I need to know what mask you're using. There's kind of caveats to this. If you are acne prone or you've got congestion under the skin and you're using a kind of a clay-based mask, Mm. it's probably drawing out the impurities. That's a good thing. But I feel like she would have mentioned that, right? Yeah. I think maybe she's just got really sensitive skin and these bursts of active ingredients are just giving it a bit of a heart attack. And that can happen quite often. And I would not persevere with masks like that. Yeah, I feel like generally speaking, this is very general, but generally speaking, a mask is to give your skin like a a quick hit of Mm. whatever it may be and make it feel more hydrated, more glowy, more delicious, smoother. So you really generally shouldn't be breaking out from your masks. I'm guessing that the mask you're using is not right for you. This brings me to a very contentious topic of skin purging. So if you don't know what skin purging is... Oh, Lee and I have talked at lengths about this before. When Kel and I go for drinks, that's what we talk about. Um, Pimples. (laughs) Purging is the idea that your skin is getting used to generally a very active product, oftentimes vitamin A and retinol, by breaking out, bringing congestion to the surface, flakiness, redness, all that sort of thing. Most skincare experts think that purging is par for the course, that you need to go through it. I don't believe in skin purging, or rather I don't believe a product should make your skin do that for it to adjust to it. I think that there's more um, sophisticated formulas on the market now that you can get the results. You can get great vitamin A's and great retinols that will give you the results without the skin purge first. That's how I feel about it personally, Mm. though a lot of experts think you just have to push through it. Yeah, I could not agree with you more. You agree, right? I I I understand that maybe after the first time using it that you might or like the first week, but I do not agree when it's been going on for weeks and they're like, no, it's just purging or it's just not a good product. Yeah, exactly. Or it's irritating your skin and your skin skin doesn't agree. So you generally shouldn't get skin purge from a mask. It's more likely a treatment product that you'd be using at night, oftentimes with really high actives. Mm. You could get purging from, I guess, you know, a real anti-aging mask. So maybe you're purging, but I just really don't think so. I would stop using it. If I had a breakout from a mask or skin, anything really, I would just stop using it because it doesn't agree with me. 
It sounds like you might have sensitive skin, like Kel says. So I would just go for really beautiful hydrating formulas, some lovely organic natural stuff. Do your own mask. Like we often talk about um, Walita Skin Food. Turn that into a mask for yourself. It doesn't have to say mask on the product. You can apply a thicker coat. slug it. Yeah, slug it. A thicker coat of a, a beautiful nourishing night cream. I sometimes do that. But no, definitely don't keep going just because, and it's annoying, I get it. You've probably paid 40 bucks or 60 bucks or whatever. Mm. Not worth it Just for give it skin. to one of your friends. And don't buy another mask until you've tried it. So you can actually ask for a sample or if you go to Mecca or Sephora, they'll actually give you like, like a, little a little pot, pot yeah. that you can give it a go so you can find out first if it's going to make you break or out. Or jump in the U Beauty group and say, I've got dry skin, it's a bit yeah. this, a bit that. What masks have you guys used? Because there's nothing worse than um, wasting money. Yeah, it's annoying. Hmm. Thank you so much, Jade. Nicole. Hi, this is Nicole, and I've got a question for you, Beauty. I'm wanting to dip my toe into derma rolling. Is that what it's called? With the little spiky bits. And my question is, when do you use the roller? Do you use it after cleansing, before your essence, before your serum? before your moisturiser, after the lot, when do you use it, how do you clean your roller afterwards and how long before you need to replace your roller because your old one is ineffective if you use it, say, three times a week. Thanks. Thanks so much, Nicole. You sound like quite the character. I really enjoy that. I like that. her. The spiky bits. <laughs> you um, know, that thing. <laughs> it is exactly called derma rolling or microneedling, depending on who you ask. It is massively big at the moment. Kelly is a huge fan. Although, Ooh, salon though. I would yes. not trust myself to do it at home. That's what I was going to say. Kel gets it done professionally. I also am a fan of having it done professionally. So you're going to do it at home. I would not suggest going any deeper than 0.5. So you can buy the little roller has a little head. It almost looks like a pizza cutter sort of thing, but it's wider. Um, and it's got teeny tiny little needles and you're going to roll it over your face. And what that does, it creates teeny tiny little spikes in the skin, which promotes collagen renewal, a, a tiny little injury and your skin wants to repair it. So it produces more collagen. So that's what you're doing. They start generally at 0.25 and then 0.5. You can get 1.0 to do at oh. home. I really don't recommend it. If you've got deep acne scarring, you want about 1.5, which is what Kel built up to in the lead up to her wedding. Don't do that yourself at home you can cause damage. You can cause a lot of damage with these things. Yeah. So she asks um, a few questions there, when to do it. So on absolutely clean skin before any skincare, then you want to put your essence slash serum on top, but not an active. You don't want to, definitely don't want to put vitamin A or retinol mm -hmm. or anything like that on top, but something beautiful like hyaluronic acid, just nice, plain hydrating. I suggest doing it at night. It can make your skin quite red. So you don't want to be layering all your skincare and then layering your makeup on top and then going out. Make sure, please, 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 that you check the head of your derma roller every time because if you've got even just the tiniest little bend in one of your needles, it's going to drag Ooh, and scratch, even like a just movie. a micro scratch. Make sure you always store it in the lid or in the plastic container that it comes in so that you don't bend it. Like don't put it down on the bench is my point. Always put it mm. straight back into the lid. She asks how to clean it. You want to use rubbing alcohol that you can just get from the pharmacy or from an art store. So do you just pour that over the I just put head? it in like a little mug and okay. then just dip it in. And I do that after I use it. And best practice would be, again, to do it before you use it. Okay. And then let it dry. Don't rub all that alcohol into your skin. But if you're going to try doing it at home, please YouTube some videos mm. of what to do because you've got to go in certain directions. It's actually really great for under the eye, for dark circles and that sort of stuff. But if you don't know what you're doing... 
you can cause damage. It also hurts. It does. And I find I've stopped doing it at home because I you need moderate pressure and mm. like your moderate and my moderate, who knows what's exactly. the right pressure. And I feel like I can't apply the right pressure to myself because I'm too much of a wuss. Mm. I need someone to do it for me. Well, I get numbing cream on my face for half an hour prior. Yes. And so, so do I when I go doing for it. Yeah. at home. Yeah. I know it's not as deep, but still. It's not as deep at home. It can be very effective, but definitely do a lot of research before you start. Um, she says how often to replace it. Three times a week is quite a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I'd probably only do it once a week at home if I were you. But, oh, God, it's it's hard to say. It depends on how well you look mm. after it. It depends on the quality. Make sure you buy a quality one. The last thing you it's want is to definitely buy definitely not a cheap out No, sort of like don't scrimp on this. Yeah, so just be very careful. If you do have deep acne scarring or, you know, a lot of hyperpigmentation, you need deep needling and that needs to be done by a professional. Please and thank you. But good luck, Nicole, and thank you again for giving us a bit of a giggle with your... Not for sensitive skin or rosacea either, sorry, please. Oh, no, good, yeah. Or active breakouts. Don't ever needle over an active breakout. So, yeah, maybe just leave it to the pros. Spendy savey, spendy savey, give me a spendy. What's your spendy? So, Lee, you said that you have, you've clickbaited us with the best savey ever, which can I just say, I'm pretty sure you've said that before. I probably have. It's just that I got so excited and then I saw someone in the beauty group just two days ago saying, hey, this product never gets talked about. It's so underrated. And I was like, not yet. I'm going to talk about it. (laughs) I have found a dupe for the It Cosmetic CC Cream, but it's $7.50. I know. Oh, my God. If everyone could see my face right now. I know. I know. But I do have to caveat with the shade range is abominable. There's two shades. Oh. (laughs) Okay. So really inclusive. Really (laughs) inclusive. If you're like pale and white or tanned and white. It's the Mud CC Cream. It's from Woolies. Mm -hmm. So Mud stands for makeup design. And they have some. Did not know that. Yeah. They have some really great. Makeup products, right? Yeah, I think Amy Clark recommended something a couple yeah. months ago. I like, was just, yeah. per- they had, um, Woolies had like half price off mascaras or whatever. So I was buying some mascaras and I saw this and I was like, hmm. And it drew my eye because it was a CC cream and it was SPF 30. And I was like, hmm, are you a dupe? It is. It's really good. So it's quite thick and quite zinky like the cosmetic CC cream is. Yeah. Full coverage. It has probably like 10% less glow if that makes sense. Which you could add in with something else. Exactly, if you wanted to, but it's still very dewy. Mm. I'm light to medium, so you can get light to medium or medium to dark. Again, pathetic. Where's your shade range? Annoying. Maybe they're just dipping their – let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're dipping their toe in. True. And I must say that I've – the few people that I've chatted to that use it had a kind of varying skin tone. So hopefully I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, as you say, that maybe it suits, you know, a few different people. But $7.50 – And that's not on sale. That's just... No, that was just how much it was. That is literally the price of a Starbucks coffee. Right? I know. I'm so excited. You need to try it. So I've got nothing on now except for that because I just went for a treatment. But anyway, I've been using that instead and like for weeks now. It's so nice. Her skin looks amazing. Right? I'm really impressed. Uh, I'll still keep using the cosmetics, but sometimes I can't afford it. It's sold out at Sephora or I have yes, to order from Beautylish and yep. all of the things. So I just really recommend it. SPF 30 is nice, added bonus. Still, please wear your sunscreen under it because, remember, it's not enough for a sunscreen. What is your savvy, my Kelly? 
Okay, so my saviour today is a bit of an odd one. It's actually a tiny little bit of baby Botox. So I'm a huge fan of baby Botox because I don't like a frozen face. For those that don't know what it means, it just means a little tiny, tiny smattering bit. of but Botox. I don't even know. Just call it a small amount, but they call it baby Botox, so they I do. call it baby Botox. Anyway, I went to my lady and I just said, I don't want filler on my lip because I don't want to look like filler in your lip. Yeah, <laughs> but I really hate that my lips are uneven. And she was like... Oh, do I have the solution for you? And it's called the lip flip where mm. they just put the tiniest amount of, of Botox above your lip. Mm-hmm. Above um, like the Cupid's bow, like the middle kind of top. Yeah, bit. she did it on the side for mine because mm. to fix, it's That's worn off area. now, so don't look at me. I need it. It does wear off. Don't quickly. look at me. Anyway, so she popped it in on the side of my lip and basically what it does is that it just relaxes it. They call it a lip flip because it sits out, but it's hard to explain. It doesn't look fake at all. Yeah, I'll need to put up a before and after photo because no one else, unless I showed you the photo, would have noticed. Yes. But I really noticed. I sent um, Amy Clark a photo actually because she was really interested and I was like, it absolutely worked. Mm. It does have a few little, like, you can't drink out of straws properly. I mean, you shouldn't be drinking out of straws anyway, anyway. but... Yeah, it's a weirdo like side effect, I guess. Yeah, that you can't like really suck on like small things. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, it's weird. God, I'm really trying not to. I know, you're trying to steer us away from there, aren't from you? From the dirtiness. Um, so, how much did it cost? Because both are expensive. 50 bucks. Yeah. Because it's a teeny tiny amount. Such a teeny tiny. And I feel like she hardly put any in. So, she was probably also just being, I'm just going to charge you 50 bucks. Yeah. Because that was just their standard rate. But. Yeah, 50 bucks for a treatment yeah. like that. That's yes. a, I think that's a pretty good thing. And you did this for the wedding? Yeah. It unfortunately had worn off by the wedding, but <laughs> I would definitely get <laughs> Do it, it again, again because I just thought it was so effective yes. at evening it out and making it look a little bit bigger yes. without that But plump. still looking like your lips. Mm. I sometimes think it looks like, you know when you've had a really big sleep and because you've been horizontal for so long, you wake up and your lips are a little bit puffy and you're like, ooh, I like these lips. It's yeah. a bit like that. Yeah. But they're still yours. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. It also works really quickly. You know how normal Botox would take up to two weeks to kick, kick in? in? It kicks in in a day. Okay. Mm. Maybe I don't I know need why. a lip flip. I don't need it. You've got beautiful lips. No, I won't. You've got me. such full lips. I don't, but thank you. Mm. What's your spendy? Uh, my spendy is a facial fake tanner. I love when I just go back on everything I've ever said and I always say I don't fake tan my face because I use so many actives. It's like they just take the tan yeah, off. We've discussed that you're a new person. I am you a new person. You don't use that many actives anymore. No. Well, I just can't be bothered. But um, when I'm tanning my body, particularly coming into party season, Christmas, stuff like that, my face is just so white compared to my faked tanned body. Yes. And I don't always want to wear full-on like hardcore foundation to even it out. So I discovered the Dermavigil Self-Tanner. It's called the Dermavigil Self-Tanner Membrane Cream for an Even Complexion. Oh. Long name. 65 bucks. So not cheap. But Dermavigil's is a really amazing um, cosmeceutical skincare brand. They make beautiful, beautiful products. I've been using it as a kind of a night cream if I'm tanning. And then the next morning, my skin's just really glowy, plump, hydrated, like I've used a night cream, but also with a hint of color. Yes, beautiful. It's great, honestly. And they say it's really good. It can help even out like little... So it's skincare. 
that yeah, just happens it's to care with a it. hint of tan in it. Oh, yeah, it's really good. It's so nice. And then you don't have to layer on any other products. Like, you know how oftentimes tanners are just their one product? You mm. just use this one thing at night. It's really good. It helps to kind of even out hyperpigmentation, white spots, age spots even. So it just gives you like a more even complexion. And yeah. then you need less makeup on top. So 65 bucks isn't cheap because I know you can get face fake tanners for 10, 15 bucks. But this is like a, a proper skincare cream with tan in it. Yeah, I love that. I love multi-use products. Me too. I've great also for been holidays. Considering trying a face tanner myself lately. Well, this would be great because coming into summer, if you're just going away for the weekend or whatever, you just take that and that's your night cream as well, and yes. you look glowy. And you don't need to pack a billion things. Correct. What is your spendy? So my spendy, I've decided I need to include it because it's so beautiful. The Westman Atelier Contour Stick. Okay. It's $76. I know, that's so much money. For a little stick. And it's a cream contour. A lot of people aren't confident with a cream contour. How do you use it? See, I think that even if you weren't confident, this is so creamy that it's impossible to mess up. It is. It's pretty easy to use. I think other cream contours can be a little bit tricky for people that aren't as comfortable with it because they might not be as blendable. Mm. But this is just so creamy and beautiful that... Oh, God. It's you've pretty... also got a fair bit of time to work with it, whereas some other cream contours set straight exactly. away. This one, you've got a bit of time to work it in. You can really work it into your skin. What brush did you use? I used that NARS Ita brush that I recommended, God, like last month or something. That I actually bought them two together, but I was like, no, I don't want to recommend this contour stick. It's so expensive, but it is beautiful. It and is I, beautiful. So I've been using it consistently every single time I want to do my face for six or seven weeks, if not longer now. And we so, know you love cost per wear. Exactly. And I mean, it has been wearing, like it hasn't, I'm not finished it. So Mm. it's not like it just, I powered on through it or something. It comes in this beautiful little like luxe black little house. Yes. And and it's very weighty. Like it feels so expensive and fancy. Because it is. Yes, exactly. But it really is just such a beautiful neutral shade. So it's not too warm, not too cool. Not too dirty looking either. Yeah, no, it doesn't make you look dirty at all. And I just put it on, I don't want like an intense contour. I will just put it on the sides of my nose and the top part of my cheekbone and then just blend it away and done. Bob's your uncle. Mm. I love it. So, yes. I've got that too at home. I need to dig it out. Oh, you do. It's really, it's probably one of those things that you put away because you're like, I don't want to love this because it is so expensive. Yeah. Or it's so fancy. I don't want to use it, which is the dumbest thing ever. Light the good candle, please. Light the good candle, guys. And that's all we have time for this week. If you want to ask a question to be answered on the podcast, please email us, podcast at mamamia.com.au. Amy's back on Thursday with a very interesting woman and an excellent makeup bag. And we'll see you next Tuesday.